My guest today was around 20 years ago when the Agile Manifesto was written and has watched it evolve in the minds of people, teams, companies, and cultures through the years since. He is a community builder, author, speaker, and Agile coach. The list goes on and even includes a barbecue life coach in the event that's interesting to you. Derek Lane visits with me about how the organization Unlimited Agility is building a community for people to consider their journey and how it compares to the original intent of the Agile Manifesto. I guess I had realized I had learned a lot. I felt like I've kind of validated that learning and been able to learn better ways to introduce people to it so that they have a better appreciation for it. And they understand this is not a one-time stop. This is not the, the you know, I'm going to go visit the, the Capitol or Disneyland. It's one time. That's all I'm going to go my whole life. No, this is somewhere you need to come on a regular basis. You're not going to get it all the first time. And some of it's not just not going to make sense. You're not ready for it. You need to go back and you need to go back and you need to go back. Welcome to The Long Way Around the Barn, where we discuss many of today's technology adoption and transformation challenges and explore varied ways to get to your desired outcomes. There's usually more than one way to achieve your goals. Sometimes the path is simple. Sometimes the path is long, expensive, complicated, and or painful. In this podcast, we explore options and recommended courses of action to get you to where you're going now. The Long Way Around the Barn is brought to you by Trility Consulting. For those wanting to defend or extend their market share, Trility simplifies, automates, and secures your world, your way. Learn how you can experience reliable delivery results at Trility.io. But one of the things I'm curious about learn, learning from you, Derek, is unlimited agility. Will you teach us a little bit about what you're intending to explore? I mean, what is, what is the motivator? What's the desired outcome? How did you get here? And where do you want to go? And then tell us a little bit about the journey. Sure. Okay. I guess this all kind of started in January of this year. Um, when I, uh, for whatever reason, a uh, random thread was running through my head and, and I realized from, of course, last year, I, I knew this, but it wasn't time yet, that uh, the, the 20th anniversary of the Agile Manifesto would be happening in February. I've gone through a number of different learning curves uh, as we've discussed some of those um, over time, and I'm constantly trying to figure out, you know, how do I make this better? And is this something I should stop doing and do something else? In recent years, I've gone through kind of a a uh, reboot of what the Agile Manifesto is and how it should be presented uh, versus how I've been kind of taught and seen other people coach it over time. I think the difference is, is that uh, most people, when they're introduced to it, it's, it's at most, no matter what, it's a half day, one class, two day class, whatever it is, it, it occupies anywhere from half an hour to a couple of hours. It, 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 and, and the Agile Manifesto is introduced as a historical event, a historical document, and it's just really watered down. And, it, and, and then it's focused on, on practices and maybe some concepts, but we move quickly to the, the checklist, the 12-step program. Uh, this is Agile. Agile is supposed to be this, and this is what it looks like. Well, it, you know, through the lens of Scrum, it looks one way. Through the lens of XP, it, it might look different. Through the lens of Kanban, it, it might look significantly different. Um, through the lens of SAFE, it looks radically different. Uh, so depending on what your introduction point is to the Agile Manifesto and Agility, has a huge impact on your reference point of 
what it is and what its importance is in the ability to achieve or be able to uh, accelerate uh, this idea that we call agile or agility. Um, and then there are parallel concepts and domains out there such as lean. And we have even more abstract ideas such as craftsmanship. What is craftsmanship? We have this idea of servant leadership. What does that mean? Um, there's lots of debate and, and about these things. And, and when it all kind of zeroes in on the Edge Manifesto, I guess I had realized I had learned a lot. I felt like I've kind of validated that learning and been able to learn better ways to introduce people to it so that they have a better appreciation for it. And they understand this is not a one-time stop. This is not the, the you know, I'm going to go visit the, the Capitol or Disneyland. It's one time. That's all I'm going to go my whole life. No, this is somewhere you need to come on a regular basis. You're not going to get it all the first time. And some of it's not just not going to make sense. You're not ready for it. You need to go back and you need to go back and you need to go back. I think it's a missing element in how Agile is often thought of as, as either a goal um, or now people are trying to update it as a journey or destination. But I think we're still missing this element that I'm now calling regenerative agility, which is this ongoing um, uh, returning to the source to validate what we think we've picked up, throw away the stuff that was really junk, build on top of what we have now, pick something up new, and then let's go on again, and then let's come back again. So it's, it's very inherent uh, for those who know uh, the Agile Manifesto and familiar with it to see this idea of both iterative and incremental improvement, because learning is at the center of all of this, this idea of constant growth and improvement. Again, my, my idea was how do I take something I've learned and give it back to the community? How do I find a way to honor uh, the work? I talked to a number of, of folks, a number of uh, uh, you know former coworkers and, and colleagues and things, and came up with what now I call the 20-day the agility challenge. And the idea is basically uh, a step-by-step -step, uh, period of time from anywhere from as little as 15 minutes a day to as long as you want to spend. Uh, typically, it's not more than 30 minutes to, to an hour. But the idea is that you or uh, each individual will challenge their own beliefs on what Agile is against not what I say, but against what the Agile Manifesto says. So it's a, it's a deep dive inspection into uh, every element of the Agile Manifesto over a period of 20 days. And then at the end, it's like, well, this isn't all there is. What do we do next? Uh, how do we take this and move on? Uh, the 20-day agility challenge is something that it, it's it's free. It was intended to be available. It's 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 delivered right now through email, and it's available for anybody at 20dayagilitychallenge.org. Uh, so anybody can go out there and sign up. But in the beta testing of this, a lot of feedback came in from some folks saying, "Well, you know, gee, Derek, this is this is good. It's designed for an individual kind of challenge themselves. But there's a lot of people who who aren't ready for that, or that's that's not really their approach to things." They do a lot better in a group, and, and I agree. So uh, while some folks, when we talked about options, will pick some coworkers or somebody and, and go through this, not everybody has that option, uh, or not everybody is going to be the kind of personality that's going to go try to round up people to do this. So, uh, so we decided to create an online community where we could create uh, regular cohorts where folks could get together uh, you know, from around the world uh, who wanted to go through this and create kind of an accountability group. Uh, so everyone would have at least a couple of accountability partners. Um, they could go through the challenge themselves. They would have someone to discuss this with. And then uh, we actually have a couple of times uh, a week through that 20-day period where 
someone who's already been through the challenge will kind of help facilitate it. So, so far it's been myself and a couple of other folks. Uh, but we'll kind of, our, our goal is that there's no answers here. This is not a matter of, we're not filling in the blanks. This is not quiz time. The goal is for you to challenge your own beliefs uh, against what the Agile Manifesto says for us to figure out how can we help you if you get stuck. Uh, and, and, you know, we have interesting questions and really good discussions and topics have come up. And some of them are online just uh, through a chat type situation. And some of them are, are more through uh, a Zoom type situation. So much more interactive uh, as far as in person. Um, but that led us to creating a community. And then that led us to a, a kind of a more foundational realization that there are other concepts that people struggle with besides agility. Uh, Lean, for example, which I mentioned, uh, the growth mindset. What does that even mean? Uh, servant leadership, craftsmanship, all of these things. How do I, how do I get from here? To, are these things related? Uh, are they, uh, is, is Scrum the same as Agile? Because someone told me that. Uh, and if it is, then what is this Kanban thing? And why aren't we doing that? And so there's all of this complexity between these concepts. A lot of them are abstract. Uh, and, and then the, the general interaction that people have more on a day to day basis with the, uh, what we typically refer to as the practices. And so we've kind of uh, expanded that a little bit. Uh, that led us, interestingly enough, to creating an arena for people to practice, to try out these new skills, to share what they've learned besides just an online community. So we've created uh, the Unlimited Agility uh, Conference, and we, we've held uh, two of them so far. We're running them quarterly. Uh, the next one will be in uh, November. And the idea there is to really invite people uh, who aren't necessarily the big name people. The, this is not, uh, you know, come and listen to someone else. Uh, this is come and interact with someone else. This is come and share your experiences. And so we, we, we think we're pioneering a new approach to virtual conferences. We got to thinking about, you know, what are the things that people don't like, the things that don't work, the things that are different in a virtual environment, an online environment than from a physical conference. And uh, I, I wrote a LinkedIn article to try to enumerate a lot of those. But what we've learned so far is that um, in, a, in a physical conference, one of the things people like is the you know, physical interaction. After a speaker gets done with their session, maybe I could go catch them afterwards and ask them questions or get coffee or get dinner. Uh, well, we can't do that in a virtual environment. Even if we have breakout rooms, it, it's not really the same thing. Uh, but what we did uh, is we decided, well, what would happen if the speaker was to sit in the audience with the attendees. You can't do that in a physical conference. It's just physically not possible. Uh, Newton's second law, I think, might have something to say about that. So what we decided to do is we have all of our speakers record their sessions, and we're using kind of a modified TED Talks format. So they're, none of them are more than, than 20, 25 minutes long. Uh, but the idea is that now, because they've done that, this doesn't mean they're going to record and, and the speaker's gone. This means now the speaker's in the audience and they can interact with the audience. They can, they can say, oh, I meant to add this here. They, they can say, uh, here's another reference. It wasn't occurring to me at the time, but this is the first time that we know of where a speaker gets to actually participate and put themselves in the role of the attendee for their own session. So we've, we've created this, this new kind of uh, way of thinking about uh, delivering content and it's much more communal. It's, it's, it's less serial. Um, and it allows then that extended conversation to go on. People can literally ask a question at the moment it occurs to them during the session and get a, a, a response from the speaker in, in more or less real time. 
So we've, we've kind of combined this idea of the Q&A and the director's cut with the idea of, of, a, of an interactive uh, session. It's just interactive in a different way than we think of if we were physically in, in the same room and I could raise my hand and eventually you might call on him or you might not. Well, let me reiterate so far what I think I've heard, which is the motivation here, uh, as I understand it from you, is to give an opportunity for people to reflect upon where they are in their journey in relation to the original intent or communication of the Agile Manifesto. And it was motivated in some to some extent in, in context of the, the upcoming 20th anniversary. And so out of that, the conversation is, hey, how have we evolved? How are we doing? And so you're looking to create uh, a type of environment where people are able to come together and say, hey, I was thinking through this. This is how I've typically uh, understood this. This is how I've applied it. How are other people doing it? So it's kind of like a conference, not really a conference. It's kind of like cohort, but the assumption is Agile Manifesto, where are we and you in relation to the manifesto? So what do you believe? What do you practice and why do you believe it? And then how are we doing evolving? It sounds like you're creating a safe environment for people to evolve together with a single point of origin, which is the manifesto. Um, yes, it's it's that. I would say that it. Uh, however, the slight difference I would say is that it started with this idea of focusing on the Agile Manifesto, but it's now expanded to to include uh, lean principles and uh, uh, you know what is servant leadership, uh, uh, Greenleaf's work, and um, so so it's no longer. Uh, while the name Unlimited Agility is still, I think, an accurate description, it's not limited to agility in the sense of the Agile Manifesto. It's, it, you also have agility by being a better leader. Uh, you know, one of the things we've learned from, from uh, folks like, uh, uh, was it Adam Grant and Simon Sinek and, and those folks is that, uh, you know, they're talking about leadership. They're talking about a different kind of leadership than most of us are, are, uh, have been exposed to and, and have been trained that way. They're talking about, uh, you know, leaders where the employees are first. They're talking about leaders where, you know, customers are right, but it's not a matter of just the customer's always right. It's a matter of, well, the customer's right, but they're right. Why? Because we need to validate that if, if, if what we're doing isn't valuable to them, they're not going to continue to be our customer. So it's no longer technology centric in the way that often agile is thought of because agile starts out by saying, you know, that this is the agile manifesto for software development. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that, but with the change of literally a handful of words, uh, we can abstract the software-specific aspects of this and realize that we don't have to change 99% of the rest of this, this, uh, these values and principles, and they literally apply in almost every context. So what would you say so far in this journey has been an unexpected surprise, whether a pleasant surprise or a uh, distasteful surprise where you realize, my goodness, what was I thinking? I need to make a change. But what type of surprises have you experienced along this journey? Well, um, I've definitely been through the, uh, gee, I thought this was going to be different or easier or, you know, fewer steps, uh, uh, a number of times. I think the, the challenge that has always been there, that it's not unique to this effort, uh, of helping, of, of communicating to people that there is no checklist that's going to make you agile or lean. 
or smart or fast or profitable or fill in the blank. This is not a 12-step program. Agile is not a 12-step program. And I've been saying that for years. And I've been saying that about a number of different things besides Agile. But the, the challenge is, is that the, the force, the, the, the gravity of a black hole is pulling so many people in business, so many people in technology to hurry up and get it done, to check the box, to do the next thing. It's all about the task and the project plan and the delivery date. And it's not about value. It's not about people. And that's what the Agile Manifesto starts out by telling us that this is all about people. Some people seem to already be uh, a bit like uh, 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 Neo in the Matrix. They already kind of have a, they suspect something's not right about the way things are going, but they're not sure, quite sure what it is. And then there are other people who are well aware of it, but they don't know what to do about it. They just, nothing they've done has worked. And uh, so I think, you know, a community like this can really help them because, uh it can. It, first of all, it's going to put put them in touch with people who have either been or are currently in the same spot that they are. So just the fact that we we know uh, now that there are other people that are you know just like us uh, that that that's a huge uh, uh, psychological benefit that creates a certain amount of community there. And then we're hoping to create these other. Uh, mechanisms for folks to be able to then exercise and practice and learn new ways of doing things that are uh, maybe external or tangential from their normal everyday lives. But then as they learn and meet people from around the world who uh, have had success with something and they get a new idea, and now they've got a a sounding board and accountability partners, uh, an expert, so-called, that someone who's just a little further down the trail than, than they are, they can go ask these folks for help and, and say, what, what do you think? What would you do? What could I try? And I think it gives them a whole new uh, range of options that are very personalized um, and, and, and because they're creating this new community. And, and our goal is for it to be a self-sustaining community uh, where, you know, the, the, the members of the community decide where, where we need to go next. And we've got a, a long list of, of potential things on a backlog, but right now, now we're back to we've got to validate those that the community finds those valuable now versus you know later versus never. One of the other benefits of our format is that a lot of people who have a lot of experience and you know you you you've done this you've been in a room and you've heard somebody they're just a little timid they might talk a little softly but you're like wow man you've got some gold there why you know why am why don't you share this why don't you speak up and that's just not their personality. But with our format, they can, they can record and, and, and get a lot of feedback through the process of recording. They can record their session and then they can, from a safe distance, uh, because social media has proven, you know, people are perfectly, feel perfectly safe, you know, with the keyboard in front of them between them and their audience, um, and, and be able to then interact with the audience and, and gain that confidence and be able to kind of still share the, the, a lot of the value that, and experiences that they've had. And uh, I think in the last conference, we really had a lot of transparency from some of the speakers who were, you know, uh, saying, t- explaining, here's some, th- some stuff that didn't work and, and being willing to be vulnerable. I think that's, uh, that's, it's, uh, it's becoming a little more acceptable uh, in some arenas. Uh, I think with the help of folks like uh, the TED Talk from Brene Brown and, and other folks like that, that are, are encouraging leaders to realize the value of being vulnerable uh, with the folks that you lead. 
and the value that that uh, gives them to help them be better leaders. Now we're getting back into servant leadership. So it, it's amazing how all of these things are interconnected. The patterns are repetitive and they appear to, uh, to exist in each one of these domains, um, or in this case, in lots of these different concepts. Uh, so if we can maybe, dismantle is not the right word, um, Maybe if we can reveal enough of the patterns so that people can see the parallels of something they're more familiar with, then they will gain confidence and they can they can grow quicker in an area that maybe they're they're not as familiar with. So after you have one of these conferences, the types of material that's reviewed during these conferences, does that continue to be available to the attendees uh, or folks later? Well, the, the discussions that happen on the essentially the the, the chat boards, uh, you know, the, the 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 Facebook and Twitter like features of the community, um, those are available and, and open all the time. Because we wanted to make this available to everybody, uh, we created some separate levels of membership. The entry level or the, the the lowest level that's free as far as charging goes is available to anybody who wants to just basically go on and create an account. Um, but what we're doing to try to help, uh, again, to kind of make the, the hopefully make the community uh, self-supporting and self-sustaining is uh, we have uh, from the day of the conference, which always happens on a Thursday, it'll be it's open to the public. So anybody who basically registers for the conference gets access to all of the, the materials for the conference, um, including a speaker's roundtable that we do at the end where the speakers get to ask each other questions and, you know, a number of other interesting things that we try to come up with. But uh, after that, the idea is that any of the paid level memberships will have access to all of that archive and that material. So uh, yes, it is available and it's online, uh, but it, uh, after that kind of window of a week, uh, then it's uh, uh, available to any of the paid level memberships. So Derek, what do you think you need next in order to evolve it to the next level? Well, um, I would say just to tag on to the previous idea, the conference is free. Again, we have a free level of the membership. The 20 Day Agility Challenge is free. So uh, we're scheduling to have kind of uh, three or four of what we're calling uh, either lakeside or fireside chats, depending on what time of year it is. Um, so we'll have two of each uh, each year if we're, if we're fortunate. And that's really more of a, the idea of a sit down interview with someone who is considered, you know, more of a, a leader and expert in some area. Uh, that's something that we've already got queued up and, and that's coming in the pipeline. Um, our, our goal is to really, uh, be able to give, uh, you know, 10% of the, the, the profit that, that might come in from running the, the two charities that we've validated. So we've already verified uh, and validated three charities and we hope to be able to, to, we've got another couple in the pipeline and we would like to be able to set that up to where that's just a part of everything we do so that as people can register for free for the conference, instead of paying for the conference, they could donate to this charity. We feel like that's a way to practice this idea of servant leadership and, um, and be able to, but it, but in a real physical, tangible way to, to any of the charities that, uh, you know, that, that, that they might feel more, uh, you know, uh, affinity for. So, uh, that's something that, that we're looking to, to expand on. Um, as we're really just looking for, uh, additional volunteers. As we get more volunteers, we're able to do more things. Uh, we, we're looking for folks to help with, uh, you know, we, 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 we've got another set of websites that, that we'd like to get up and running that we just haven't had the bandwidth to get up and running. Uh, so those are skills that, that would be greatly validated, uh, valued and, and, and help. We've got uh, stuff queued up as far as trying to uh, 
make uh, workshops available. So we want we want to have both some free and some again some paid content that would help support the uh, the, the community so we could do more things. And and those will be in a number of different areas. I think to start with, we're we're kind of saying, you know, kind of here's some introductory level things, but not introductory in the way that again that it's often communicated. Um, we want to be able to to do something that we feel like is kind of we've learned more, and here's maybe a better way to introduce some of these ideas. But but we have a, a number of additional, uh, like I said, things on the backlog. I think where we're going uh, is to to grow a group of of volunteers that are interested in in. Uh, exercising that servant leader or that craftsman uh, ship uh, uh, muscle, and we want to give them a chance to do that. I went out and looked at your site uh, previously and looking at them again today. And so uh, for someone who wants to learn, what's the front door URL you'd like people to go to to get a look into it? Sure. The the, uh, 20 Day Agility Challenge is uh, 20. It's the number 20 dayagilitychallenge.org. Uh, they can go there and register for the 20 Agility Challenge. Uh, they'll basically receive that. That's, it literally is a matter of putting your name and your email in. You, you can also do this, again, with a cohort. That's, that's where you can go to the community and, and join the community. And there's a separate group that's just for the 20 Day Agility Challenge cohorts. Um, for the, uh, the Unlimited Agility uh, uh, community, it's uh, members dot unlimited agility dot com uh, that the 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 regular triple w websites one of those where we're almost ready to launch but not quite there yet um, so uh, the membership website is up and running and that's where we would uh, uh, you can go in and choose a plan uh, again we just encourage folks to choose the the, the free practitioner plan uh, and that's all the way at the bottom uh, is the options that you have for membership uh, but the uh, the the landing page there describes you know ca- tries to describe what the community is and what we're trying to do, and it it, it, can, it uh, shows the uh, charities that we're su- uh, currently supporting right there, and um, tries to answer any you know any of the, the typical questions. There's some FAQ type stuff on there. Right on, that's outstanding, Derek. We have covered very many topics to a lot of depth and breadth across uh, our time talking together. And I just want to thank you very much for taking all this time to, to give us insight into your journey and the types of things you've learned and where you are and where you're heading. And in particular, the work you're doing with uh, uh, the 20 day challenge and the unlimited agility. That sounds amazing and well done. Thank you for your time. Good, sir. Well, Hey, thank you. Thanks for your interest. I appreciate it. This is just the beginning of our conversation with Derek Lane. Our next several podcasts deconstruct the Agile Manifesto using the analogy of learning how to barbecue. Now, if you would love to smoke meat or would love to improve your ability to smoke meat and other items I would never have thought possible, and you have a desire to always become more today than yesterday using the Agile Manifesto as your guide, I encourage you to keep listening. Derek should write a book on this topic. But until then, you'll have to settle for listening to raw, candid conversation that might also make you hungry along the way. The Long Way Around the Barn is brought to you by Trility Consulting, where Matthew serves as the CEO and president. If you need to find a more simple, reliable path to achieve your desired outcomes, visit trility.io. To my listeners, thank you for staying with us. I hope you're able to take what you heard today and apply it in your context 
so that you're able to realize the predictable, repeatable outcomes you desire for you, your teams, company, and clients. Thank you 